Hello, hello. Gone live here. Gonna wait for a little bit of a build up. I'm gonna try to talk into the camera this time a little bit better more often. And uh, man, my hair is getting gray. Um, got a few things coming up. Gonna be speaking at the Auto Remarketing Conference. It's in November. I believe I'll be speaking on the the morning of the 13th that goes from the 12th through uh, that week and I believe uh, Tuesday morning I'll be speaking uh, again well I'm going to be talking about there on the used car uh, portion of it is how internet leads and looking at your inventory through your internet leads and how it affects your closing percentage and stuff so a deeper dive into inventory within your leads and the cause and effect of it. Hello, Bob White, Josh Brinson. What's up? Hey, Josh, your anniversary would have been today if you're still here, man. We miss you. Um, but hope things are good at, going good at your dealership. So a couple things I want to talk about as we're getting some people on here. Um, what's up, Jonathan? So two things. Just talking to a dealer and, you know, the, uh, another dealer yesterday complain, complaining about his gross and complaining about gross on the stuff that he's buying right now. He's paying top dollar at the lane. And, of course, he can't price them competitively out the gate and make any money on his cars. Now, one, um, retail drives wholesale, okay? Not wholesale doesn't drive retail. Just because we go to the lane and have to pay up doesn't mean we can go back to our lot and ask more for it. You got to realize that the auction is a national market and retail is a regional market at best, mostly a local market. Um, you might get a, re a national market on retail if you got some of those odd cars like a, you know, a prowler or something that somebody will travel to go get and, and get on their lot or buy from you. But most of your cars on your lot, I would say 70% is going to be a local market. They're not going to drive four or five, six hours to get a focus, right? So um, when you go to the auction, though, you're competing and buying and bidding against guys that are in all over the country and even other countries. So just because it's going higher at your local market in the auction doesn't mean your retail is going to get the same. But here's the thing. The first thing I wanted to point out um, is the dealers that do not have an aging policy are the ones that are costing dealers gross. We complain as dealers, and I deal with dealers every day, multiple times a day, day in and day out, week after week. We're really uh, deep hands-on with our accounts. Again, we talk to our dealers every week and we go through price changes with them. And as we, as dealers, I would say, um, you know, or as the industry, we complain about the internet and market-based pricing and these areas are these things that we need to pay attention to and do is costing us gross profit because of the internet. But I would challenge that. Yes, more information out there for the consumers is costing, you know, us to be more competitive to drive that traffic. But um, actually the dealers without an aging policy are the ones killing your gross. So here's the reason why. If everybody had a 60-day aging policy, you're going to be retailing and selling at current market values or at least a more current market value. So as this dealer that was complaining to me about not making gross on his fresh inventory, um, here's the problem. I go to Lane and I pay up for a car. I bring it back and then I look at the retail market and have to price it. I would tell you a high percentage, especially these uh, converge, or these um, high volume cars, Focus Fusions, uh, Altimas, 300. I mean, these cars that are plenty of them out there, even F-150s and Silverados, I pay up at the Lane and then I go try to price them to the market. And I bet you 
eight out of 10, at least six out of 10 of the, the cheapest priced vehicles in that competitive set are cars from dealers that don't have an aging policy. We got to bring this car back. I just bought it at the lane. And then I got to compete against a guy who just is, has dropped his price because it's 120 days old and he's blowing it out. He's blowing out that aged car. Now, if he had an aging policy, that car wouldn't be there. So I got one or two choices when I go to lane and pay up for a car. I either ignore that dealer that's blowing out his aged car and wait for him to sell it and hope my price becomes relevant or I gotta get a little bit more competitive and get closer to his price. So again, that being said, if every dealer had a 60 day age policy, they're gonna be pricing and selling at the current market values and not have dealers that have 80, 90, 120, 150 day old, 200 day old cars in this competitive set that I compete against and they're blowing those cars out. So if every dealer would at least get on an aging policy, I think overall the industry gross would go up. Regardless of the internet and market-based pricing, the market-based pricing would be more relevant because it's market-based on current market values, not what somebody bought 200 days ago and decides to blow it out before winter hits, okay? So you're running through that right now. You just had strong selling seasons, um, you know, in July and August, so everybody's at the lane replenishing, but yet everybody's also, in the meantime, thinking, hey, you know, winter's around the corner, especially up in the Northeast and stuff in the, in the North, Mid-North. Michigans and stuff, they're, they're already moving their inventory to get ready for these slower winter months, so they're dropping their prices. And, they're, and they might have aged cars that didn't sell from June, July, and August, and now they're blowing those out. So now this is that time of the season where I'm paying up for cars because of the volume that we just went through, and I gotta keep that going, but yet guys are starting to blow things out for cars that didn't sell through the selling season. New car, new car values, are, are new car incentives are increasing, and that's decreasing the values, and I gotta get blow out these used cars. So it's a tricky time of the season, but again, I'm just bringing up the point. If every dang dealer just had a 60-day age policy, we wouldn't have to compete with our fresh cars that's two days old and compete with a guy that's blown out that had a 120-day-old car. Our grosses would go up. The second thing I want to talk about is another area that I think, and again, I try to keep these about 10 minutes or so, but uh, what's up, Will? Um, the... Second thing is stop overanalyzing your cars. Now, I'm going to get probably some pushback on this, and that's fine. But there, every, there are nuances of cars. Sometimes it's color. Sometimes it's equipment. Sometimes it's, um, you know, technology package, things like that. I get that. So I'm starting this out with the fact that, yes, sometimes you have nuances on your cars that make your stand out against anybody else. But as we pull the dealers that are best performing dealers, we are not overanalyzing the competitive set. So when we're talking about market-based pricing and volume pricing, it's not a race to the bottom. When we're, at least for our dealers, we're not talking about, let's kick up our volume. Now, we got stores that'll sell 240 cars carrying 190, you know, or 80 cars carrying 70. This is normal numbers for our type of dealers. And we don't get, those stores don't get tied up in the competitive set. And if you can Google it, I'm going to try to paste it in the, uh, I can't do it now, but after I'm done here, I'm going to paste in the picture of um, uh, Michael Phelps. When he was, if you've ever seen that, there's a meme running around, or there's a, a picture running around where, you know, losers focus on the winners and winners focus on winning. Um, there's a picture of Michael Phelps in, at the Olympics swimming, and his, the guy in second place is peeking through the wa water, looking at him, focusing on what Phelps is doing instead of winning. And there's so many dealers that get tied up of, um, the, at least the dealers that I, they want to get better, but they continue to struggle because they're looking at the guy down the street. Well, what's he doing? How's he selling that many cars? Or they're pulling up their inventory. What's up, Andy? Hello. 
um, they're pulling up their inventory and going, well, what, what's the guy down the street or, or looking at the competitive set? Well, mine's gray and his is silver. So I got the only gray one and they're over analyzing their cars too much. And again, it's not, and, and I did this on a demo, the guy saying, well, you just sound like you just want to go to the race of the bomb. And it's like, no, it's not about that. I'm not even looking at the other guy. I don't even know if we're at the bottom or not. I'm just looking at, just look at your car. And if it's a, whatever it is, 2017 F-150 XLT crew cab, uh, you know, engine, four-wheel drive, narrow it down, and then price it competitive to the market. Okay, I didn't say aggressive, price it competitive to the market. But after it goes a week or two weeks, and your SRPs or VDPs haven't increased, if you haven't got any phone calls or emails on it, do I care what the other guy down the street's doing? No, this car has sat here for two weeks. No one's done anything about it. If your photos and your descriptions are right, and nothing's happened in two weeks, you're probably gonna have to drop your price, okay? That's an indicator, drop your price. And again, I'm not going to a competitive set and get all tied up and, well, that guy is showing cheaper, but I have less miles, or that guy doesn't have the nav, and, and mine's blue and his is gray, and I got the only blue one, who cares? It's been two weeks at this price, no SRP, no VDP, no leads, no calls on this car, adjust it. It's not a race to the bottom. I don't care what the other guy's doing. I'm not staring at him. All I'm doing is worried about week in and week out turning my inventory. And so don't overanalyze your cars. Yes, again, I'm gonna recap for the people anybody just joined and maybe didn't watch the whole video down the road as it gets posted is, I understand some cars have nuances. I understand color matters, certain features and equipment matters, I get that. But time and time, I don't care if you've got all the right color, all the right features, and you got the only white diamond tan interior Escalade out there, that's fine and dandy, but don't overanalyze your car and, and hold and hope on that car if it's been a week, two weeks, and the car's bleeding through. Just make the adjustment. Who cares what the other guy's doing down the street? This car is not performing. And that's what you got to do car by car, week after week. What cars are performing? Which ones aren't? Analyze it, move it. Analyze it, move it. And, and make those moves based on not the race to the bottom. I don't care what the other guy down the street is. I don't care if I'm number one or number 20 or number five in the market compared to the other ones. If my car is not performing, move it or do something about it. Do redo the photos, redo the descriptions, but don't just let it sit and then overanalyze it because you got the only black one or the only black one with NAV or whatever the case is. So those are the other dealers that continue to struggle. They worry about the guy down the street. Like I said, the Michael Phelps photo where the guy's focusing on Michael Phelps instead of focusing on winning. Quit worrying about the guy down the street. Quit worrying about what the other cars in the competitive set are doing. Worry about what your car's doing, how it's performing, make the adjustments. So that's why I try to defend with our dealers. It's not about a race to the bomb. It's not about, you know, do volume and make up your, or, you know, drop your price and make up the volume, uh, your gross and your volume. That's not the case. We want to be able to maximize gross and volume. Um, so, you know, make sure two things, again, nothing you can do or take control, but I, I believe that the dealers without aging policies are the ones causing dealers gross right now. It's not the internet and over market, market-based pricing so much as it is these guys. It's market-based pricing because I got to compete against this guy with a 120-day old car. That was my first point at the beginning of this video. So if you guys just join and catch that. Second thing is, again, quit overanalyzing your car. It's not a race to the bottom. It's, is my car performance not? Move it.
do something about it after a week or two, make those adjustments, okay? Um, got a big announcement coming up, actually gonna be doing a workshop in October. It's kind of a short notice, but September 1st is our five year anniversary. And I kind of want to give back a lot of these videos and tips, a lot of things we do, we just, you know, I share with the industry, check out my lot, uh, YouTube channel, uh, just lot pop, and there's 100 videos and tips up there. So I want to kind of do a workshop that'll focus on three areas. Um, if I was going into a store and I was going to attack it and try to turn around, the three areas I would focus on in this order would be the inventory first. So we're going to spend half a day on the workshop going over inventory. And it's a workshop. It's not a conference. It's not it's somebody pitching. I'm not pitching anything. Anything I'm going to go over is you can apply and do on that day. So you're going to be able to take a workshop um, and we're going to give you all the points of what you need to do with your inventory today to make a difference on it. Okay, so the first half of that, that, that workshop is going to be, I'm going to attack the inventory because if I can do that, I'm going to start handling, getting leads stirred up. And leads and sales solve off problems. So get that inventory going so you get some leads and get the sales going. Then two, and I'm telling you this as tips with or without going to the workshop or whatever, the second area I would attack is my internet processes then. Because then, because if I create a great internet process and don't have any leads, what's the point? So now that I'm getting leads, I need to make sure I'm following up long-term, 60, 90, 100 days, and definitely keep them active until they buy, die, or unsubscribe. But we're gonna go over a deep dive on the second half of that uh, um, workshop and exactly what metrics to measure and track and why and how, and a deeper dive in, into the inventory of those metrics. A lot of CRMs and lead management talk about response times and closing percentages and yeah, throw that. Everybody talk. We're deep, in, deep into the inventory and how it affects your closing percentage. Example would be the higher percentage of new car leads that you have with a stock number increases your sale percentage. So if you're, uh, your new car closing percentage on internet leads. So if you went from 50% of your leads having a stock number on them, down to 30% of your new car leads having stock numbers on them, guess what? Your closing percentage goes from 10% down to 7%. And you're wondering, I'm at 7% closing percentage. What internet manager or what uh, uh, um, provider isn't doing for us? Let's cancel them or fire them or retrain them. And it's not that. It could be your inventory. And then if your new car closing percentage dropped off with the stock percentage inventory with stock numbers, and it dropped off, why? Is it you have the wrong cars? Is your pricing gone up? What maker model did that happen to? And can I make adjustments? So things like that, we're gonna deeper dive in the internet that's affecting you. Then the third thing is, is marketing. Um, I've got a minority partner in Strong Automotive. Uh, John Paul Strong's out there. He's gonna be talking. They do Google workshops with marketing and we're gonna talk about marketing. Because now that I'm pushing, doing better with my inventory, pushing more leads, I got a process in place. Now I can do marketing. I'm not gonna mess with marketing first. Because everybody would think, well, let's go marketing and get our name out there. Well, you can do all this marketing and get all these leads, but if your inventory sucks, bad photos, bad pricing, or you don't have a follow-up process to handle all these leads, you just wasted a bunch of time and money. So we're going to do a workshop, and actually we're looking at the dates of October 16th and 17th. We're going to be here in the Kansas City market. I'm going to get exact location here soon. I'm going to make it free to any lot pop. Uh, clients. I'm going to make it free to any strong automotive clients and I'm debating on making it free to anybody, but I'm limited to 50 spots. Um, if not, if anything, it'd be free for lot pop and, and strong clients, but maybe like a 495 for anybody else. And it'd be a minimal expense, a day and a half, great workshop. So we've got that coming down the pipe. You'll see, and as a matter of fact, it's going to be dealerworkshop.com. And, uh, 
dealer workshop. I'm surprised that wasn't out there, but we grabbed that and we're going to be running a dealer workshop, hopefully do this twice a year, every quarter. I don't know yet, but this is something new on my plate that I think, again, I want to be able to give back for our fifth year anniversary in September. Um, and that's why, again, I'm talking about doing it free and it's going to be here in the Kansas City market. So hopefully you can um, maybe attend that as a dealer Okay. Again, no vendors, no sponsors. There's nothing. I'm gonna we're gonna cut the expense on this ourselves, and then uh, get back to the community. Because again, what the support we've had with the auto industry and where we've been and our company. Matter of fact, we're uh, getting another 1,200 square feet of office space because we're outgrowing here. So, uh, if you need anything, give me a call 844 LAPOP4. My cell is 314-568-2754. Email is easy. Jrice at LAPOP.com. Uh, check out a free evaluation on our website. We'll go through your photos, descriptions, give you uh, uh, inventory analysis on our website. Just go free evaluation. Again, any of those is kind of a demo, but I'm going to give you, you know, three, four, five tips on what you can apply that day with or without our services that you can do to your inventory. Um, check out Facebook, like our page, please, and or if you feel and or YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel. I'm going to post this on YouTube. We've got 100 video tips and things on there. So hopefully it's helpful. Do it. Try this at least once a week or more often if I can. And again, get a hold of me if you guys have any questions, concerns. Thanks.